Welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world. This is the Strength and Skills Podcast and we are happy to have you here. This is Nick Tibusek and with me is Radl, the boss, Bossage. This announcement just gets better and better. <laughs> Hi, what's up? Next time I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some, some boxing announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. That's perfect. And actually, that's the perfect thing to say now because let's get ready to rumble. Today, we're going to talk about your first competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not my first competition, but like from the people who are listening, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just so they don't get it confused. Let's <laughs> right. um, jump into this, Arado. I think your first competition in let's let's say it like that. I think I don't think it was the first competition ever in your life. Was it? You mean in this sport? Yeah, I don't know. In general, yeah, I think I think it actually was. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. I had my first competition uh, two or three months into training when I started to train calisthenics. And because the sport was starting to develop back in my hometown, um, they organized a competition in order to make the sport grow and to kind of get to know uh, the sport with the community and the other way around. And the sport was basically pull-ups, dips, and push-ups for maximum amount of reps. Yeah. No weight classes, nothing. And whoever does the most wins. Um, yeah, I didn't win it, but I was good. Um, Considering that I just trained for like uh, two months, yeah, I think that I did like um, 12 pull-ups, 18 dips, and 50 push-ups, something like that. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad for a 15-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun experience, definitely. That's so cool. All right. So afterwards, I think like in 2019 or something, you had yeah. your first... Let's call it the real, the first real competition. I think it was the one in Munich. Mm, yeah. It was also your first one rep maximum competition. Yeah, the real deal. Uh, it's almost two years ago. <laughs> that, was, that was quite of an interesting experience too. Um, as you said, like I never done, I never did one rep max competitions. And it was a few months after I got into barbell coaching. Um, It was a great opportunity to kind of gather experience because I wanted to further compete in one rep max and weighted calisthenics. Um, and yeah, the competition um, didn't come out as the best one for me because I missed a lot of attempts. Uh, I think I went like four out of 12, uh, but I still managed to win it somehow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> That's so uh, how about you <laughs> what's your experience with competing well i don't i don't remember my first competition ever so i don't know I, i did many sports when i was when i was a child stuff like uh um i think my first first competition ever was actually german word for that is leichtathletic um so track and field huh? track and field stuff yes yeah That, that was that was the one I was missing for that. Um, it was it was track and field, and um, I was I was for a thousand meter run, and I won it. 
that was cool. Um, that was a, quite a big competition. It was from I was on a private school and it was from all private schools in Germany, um, uh, Switzerland, and Austria. And I was I think it was thirteen or something. And in my in my uh, in my age, I was I was the fastest. I think I had a time of three minutes and fifteen seconds or something on the. Oh. I think I was twelve or thirteen years old, something like that. <laughs> that was actually my first competition ever. <laughs> not, not not to talk about maybe football matches or stuff like that, or the football tournaments or stuff like that. Um, but then, of course, I uh, attended some 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 calisthenics competitions. But my first one rep max competition was in two thousand. 18, 19, 19, must have, no, I think was it was 19, yes. German championships? It was the German championships. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, took the third place there, and um, I missed all my third attempts, definitely. And I think I only got one of my muscle-ups. <laughs> uh, hey, that's what matters. Yeah, that, that, that's what matters. Um, but I came out third. That's okay. <laughs> nice, nice. So I think that the very important part there is to say it's it's a little bit unfair to tell these stories now that we immediately came to the podium because that's not normal when you do your first competition. No, no, no. Like the one in Bavaria in Munich here. It was basically a competition for people who never competed before, for newbies who would like to get into it. Yeah. And because, you know, when you're in the bigger scene, many people don't have the opportunity to compete. Um, and I liked this fact that um, this competition allowed new people to come in. Yeah. Um, so that's also why the competition itself um, wasn't so you know high yeah. in terms of being a tough to win. Yeah. And for, for me to tell, um, when I did my, my first competition in this uh, German championship, I mean, I'm a very heavy guy, so I was in the heaviest weight class. And against me, there were not so many other guys. I think we were like five or something like that. And um, on top, there was Tonio and uh, Frederik Imasun, both of them world-class athletes. It, it was not possible for me to come even close to them <laughs> so it was like first place second place and then a long 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 gap and then there was me on the third <laughs> we have to be like that so i think the most important part here is what were you able to learn from your first competition i think <clears throat> because that's something you should always think about when you go to a competition, but what, what, what has been the, the, the biggest learning for you from that competition? Absolutely. So I think like the biggest learning for me was um, actually being a bit more conservative when it comes to attempt selection mm -hmm. and not going to like, I don't know, RP9 on the first attempt, you know, yeah. because the second one will be simply tougher and the third one almost impossible. Um, so just like staying um, conservative, especially on the first one, because if you fail, 
um, it destroys you mentally um, and then you can't perform even though you're maybe physically capable but it affects you on the mental side of things um, and just like, like being secure by securing an attempt and then going into the second, second one and the third one leaving the third one for a record maybe a PR um, is something that I've taken away for, from for myself um, and managed to kind of implement that in uh, my upcoming competitions. Love that. Love yeah, that. it was that was something I think I did that pretty well in my first one because I only failed the third attempts always, <laughs> which which were all of them were were uh, going for PRs. Yeah. Um, and I failed them, which was okayish for me. Um, but on the other hand, the next competition that I did in 2020, I definitely went in a little bit more conservative, and um, I managed to do. I didn't fail any rep, so that was that was me a little bit better for my for my mentality to that. Absolutely. But I think that's something that's very. It, it depends on your character, I would say, because some people really need that, that they go for PR and some people shouldn't do it that way because it's just too much killing them from, from the side of, of the mentality because some people just, they can't stand failure. And that's very, very much into your, what, what is your character? I, I, I can definitely deal with failing a rap I don't have an issue with that, but I think for those who go into a competition for the first time, it's definitely the better approach to not fail something. Mm -hmm. Or Absolutely. as less as possible. But the thing that I learned that was the most important for me was actually the approach that I earned from the whole thing of your yeah, training for that competition. I think that was the most important one for me because my complete approach to training switched. And that was not that my training completely was different or something. It was just the approach in my head. I took it just a little bit more serious because from that point on, when I decided I'm going to go to the competition, um, that switched up something in my head to be just more professional when it comes to training. And that was something I think that was very important to me personally. That was my best learning about it, that I always tell everyone to actually at least compete once in, the li in, in your lifetime, because what you earn from that is this professionalism And that can, you can transfer that from there into everything in your life. And that was actually my biggest learning about it. Because that helped me to just be more serious with the stuff that I do. Yeah, definitely. I, I think this is kind of connected because um, I read the other day some posts from Bryce Lewis. And in one of his posts, he says, uh, be an athlete. Know, and you want to almost behave like the top world athletes who compete on a world-class world level. Um, you know, when you're competing, um, get your nutrition point, 
manage your sleep, manage your recovery. You want to approach your training in a professional way. And having a competition in front of you um, definitely kind of forces you, quote unquote, to behave like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a good thing. That's that's definitely a good thing. And this is not to misunderstand. This is in front of a, of a of a competition. It doesn't have to be all year like that. All year round doesn't have to be like that. No. <laughs> that's very important to tell everyone <laughs> because yeah. everybody forces themselves so much into this. I need to be the athlete all year round. I need to kill myself all the time. Uh, I need to have my nutrition under control. My day is done when I don't sleep eight hours. I'm I'm a, I'm a mess when I don't do it like that. No, this is that's in the peaking phase of eight weeks before the competition. Yeah, if you're not going for the gold medal in the Olympics, don't worry about it. <laughs> you're doing this for fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Fuck. All right. Um, what would you say? I, I mean, we, we covered it a little bit already, but um, I think that the very important part right here that we definitely have to talk about it, what is to expect from your first competition? Uh, yeah, I mean, as we already talked about it, you can't really expect, unless you're a really good athlete, to win it all or to maybe place on the podium, you know? I would just go into the first competition expecting to gather some experience rather than anything else, you know? And treat the first competition as an experience event ra rather than a winning event. Yeah. You know? Because you don't know who's going to show up. You don't know what the setup setting will be. Uh, many things will probably be different to your training and it's just it's a good um, approach to just go into it to get experience because you put a lot lot less pressure on yourself then yeah. you know? and i think this is something a lot of people really really pressure themselves into when i go into a competition i have to take first place um, and this is not going to happen when you do this for the first time most of the time yeah i mean there are just three places on the on the podium and if you have like i don't know let it be 10 people in your, in your weight class chances are you're not going to be one of the three and chances are pretty high as there are probably some people who are doing this longer than you and most of the time people who are doing stuff longer are stronger <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. What What is to expect from that? Yeah. Where, where, where else? I mean, it's not only okay. Calm down. Don't have too many expectations on yourself. Mm -hmm. But I think there's some stuff about it that is also very important. It's fucking fun. Yeah. It is fucking fun to compete. It's fun. It's so much fun. It's fun during that that time. It's completely crazy. You get nervous and all, all that stuff during that. And yes, there is some pressure on that day because you, of course you want to have best results for yourself. But on the other hand, when you did a new PR, that feels so good. Even if you didn't do a, a PR, it still feels so good to have done your first competition when you sit there in the evening with the rest of the other people maybe having some some dinner and stuff talking about the sport you're going to connect to new people to a lot of people who are like-minded like you 
who, who think of training like you. And it, that's so much fun to connect with more people, to just have this social um, experience of these crazy fuckers who are doing competitions. And then you see these crazy fuckers are completely normal as you are too. Every one of competition athletes is a completely normal person with a normal job, with a normal life, with everything normal. These people are not special to the world or something. They just went there and tried it and probably had some fun on it. And that's it. This is the same thing like when you go for a football match. But that time it's strength sport. It's not so hypey hype. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that more than anything else, the competitions do make you a uh, part of community. Um, yeah. You know, before a competition, you probably won't be so bound to that community because people don't really know you and you don't know people. And in competitions, you get to know people, people get to know you. And that's what's so great about it. Afterwards, you're bound to it and just stay in that community. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is why I would tell everyone, try it at least once. Even if you don't win it, you win it for yourself. What you earn from that is so much more than just, just a gold medal. That's not so important. The gold medals will come when you stick to that sport for another five or ten years. But what you earn from that on a social way, on a fun way, on a way that, I mean, the journey to the competition always is something that builds up the character so much because what it does to you on, on the mental side, being accountable, doing stuff when it gets hard, that's something that transfers so much into your life. I mean, discipline that you earn from that is something you keep with you for the, for the whole life. And this is actually why I like that. It keeps people accountable. And that's, that's very, very important. So I think what is also very important to talk about it, when it comes to the first competition, we have a lot of newbies in there who may, may, may need some, some, some tips for the game day or the day before, the days before. How do you approach the day or the days before competition, the last two or three days? Is there something special you do? Maybe a tradition? I think like the best thing you can do for yourself uh, to be on the safe side of things is have a plan. You know, lay out a plan ahead and know what you want to do at what time uh, because you're simply going to be secure, you know. Um, and this kind of fights against this, um, the fact that you can't really know what to expect from the whole situation, but you still kind of have a backup thing to, um, simply, yeah, follow, you know, um, and in terms of like having any special strategies or I don't know what, honestly, I think the best thing that you can do is just continue with your normal routine. You, know, you don't want to 
introduce anything new, something special or, um, you know, like, hey, you want to do this two days before your competition or that. Just follow your normal routine because potentially introducing something new might throw you out of your normal state. Yeah. And affect and interfere with your competition prep and performance, of course. So would you go to the sauna the day before competition? If I never went to the sauna, I would never do that. But if you regularly went to the sauna and you feel like it helps your recovery, then sure, yeah. Absolutely. Do you switch up your nutrition plan for that? If needed, if you need to get into a weight class, then you probably have to change your nutrition. If not, if you have the freedom to just hey, eat, you know, um, maybe introduce a bit more carbs, you know, to load up. But that depends on the individual. You have people who don't react well to that. It's really tough to say, you know, it always depends. <laughs> any 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 special foods you need to eat before? Yeah, you need to eat sushi. <laughs> sushi is best. Sushi is best to load up carbs and to get heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's best. <laughs> That's actually a little bit dangerous because you have a lot of rice, which brings water into your yeah, system. Yeah. A lot of salts in there. So when, when you eat sushi, it, it can happen that you are just three kgs heavier than usually <laughs> on game day. <laughs> I've had that the last competition and the muscles were shit. So <laughs> I won't be repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for everyone, uh, yes, there are some special foods you you should eat. Sushi is definitely one one of them, and especially when you're in the latter weight class, please do so, so that you are happy and lose the competition against. Them. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell him, Nick. Don't tell him. <laughs> All right. So the 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 thing with that is, um, usually you you even should should. Uh, switch any of the foods you usually eat um go with the normal food don't kill your digestion i mean i think that's a very important one <laughs> if you if you have to go for a shit every every 30 minutes on game day that's that's a pretty yeah. Shit day. <laughs> yeah and you don't want to shoot yourself in your squad attempts oh you, know, you, don't. I, you don't so don't switch up the food too much Uh, take take the easy stuff <laughs> if needed. Yeah. Load up some carbs, bring up the energy. It's it shouldn't be too much. You don't need too much of it, but just uh, yeah, you're not doing a marathon, you know. Yeah, that's it. That's something a lot of people really underestimate. Yes, it's good to have full energy capacities, but on the other hand. It's not that you have to overload that. When you have a normal food intake and slightly more calories, maybe 100 or 200 more, that's good. That's enough. I, I've tried it all with our athletes. And I tried lower, I tried higher intake. For most of the people, it works when they have slightly higher carb intake. And that's that's a good one. So... Um, I think that's that's what we need now. All right. What can we else do on game day? What would you say? Is there something you should switch up? Is there something, is there a special thing that makes you perform better on that day? Uh, yeah, so um, not really. But 
<laughs> I think at this day it's a lot more important to carb up. And if you are a person who is able to tolerate a lot of caffeine, um, then definitely go for it. If you never tried caffeine in your life, don't experiment with it on game day. You don't want you don't want it to interfere and have a negative effect on you. Uh, but if you're someone who is used to it, um, then definitely use caffeine uh, because it has positive benefits benefits on your performance. That's an important one. Yeah, that's an important one. So I think also here is very important. It's good to carb up. You don't need to carb up too much again. Of course, but car carb it up, carb it up, have some fun with it. Um, Try to use carbs which are actually okayish with your digestion. Yeah. Again, you don't want to shit yourself when you're doing the squats. <laughs> um, I think what's also already you mentioned that with the caffeine, there's a there's a level of too much. Mm. You you need some kind of hype. But when you're completely hyped and you're rushing through it, that's going to kill you as well. That's going to kill you, yeah. So there is an in-between line. There's, there's a balance. <laughs> and um, the other thing for that, on game day itself, it's very good to have someone with you who is actually leading you through the process of warming up through attempt selection for that given day and telling you very accurate, yes, put 10 kg on it or no, just put 3.75 on it. Because I'm the one who's very shit at choosing my personal attempts because I'm always, always the one who wants to go for more. And usually that doesn't work out. So it is very good to have someone with you who is helping you with that. Yeah? A good coach will help you with that. Even if he's not with you, you can do that online and texting him, sending him the video of the, of the last attempt and all that stuff. And then he will decide. Yeah? We are living in a, in a century where we can actually do that stuff pretty much live. So that's something um, that, that can definitely help with that. And it's good to have someone with you who is calming you down when you get nervous. That's something I definitely would recommend, especially for first-timers. It's good to have someone with you. If it's your girlfriend that, that keeps you down, that's good. If it's a friend who's, who's calming you, that's good. If it's your dad, that's cool. Yeah? On the other hand... When you're going for a heavy attempt, it's good to have someone with you who's hyping you up. Not too much, but enough. <laughs> There's always something. And what is also very important um, for the game day itself, be aware not everything will work the perfect way. That's going to be a normal. You know, you just heard that Rado failed a lot of his attempts. That was my fault because I've chosen his attempts at that time together with him and I let him do that. That was my personal fault and I have to take that on me. 
And the thing here is you never have the perfect situation for someone. And it's okay to have it like that. When you look at the last competition of Rado, he definitely failed a little bit less <laughs> because yeah. now we know. <laughs> so <laughs> that's an important one. It's your first competition. Shit can happen. It's okay. It, and it's good to, it's also important to say, shit can happen every time when you go for a competition. It can happen all the time. But on the other hand, it will happen less shit the more experienced you, you are. And that's another very important one here. So I think that's, that's something we, we definitely needed to cover here. Um, what, what would be something that you would tell people about um, carping up on, on the given day? Is there something that you would say, this is the good stuff you should eat? Like sushi on the game day? Honestly, like, as you said, you want to be careful with your digestion and you don't want to take up foods which you're not used to. You know, just if you have a carb source which you feel good with um, and you feel like it gives you energy and you perform better with it, you already used it in your training to boost your training, then go for that. You know, um, for me, it's gummy bears, for example. That tends to work really well. But I also have to be careful with that because if I have them too much, then the sugar just kills me. Yeah. So it's all about dosing, of course, um, where the carb source com comes from. That's also important, but it's highly individual. So I can't really say, hey, this is the best food for, to boost your attempts now. Absolutely. Can't really do that. And it's not, it's, it's, it's also not only white rice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have some sugar in that. You know? yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Do you have any more recommendations? Yeah. With the stuff that you said, like, um, shit can go the wrong way. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be always connected to the individual. It can also be external stuff, which you can't really affect. And you have to be prepared for that. Like I had um, on... My first competition, my second squat attempt, a spotter accidentally touched the bar and that messed up my attempt. I got an unvalid rep and that affected my third attempt too. Um, so I wasn't ready for that. Um, if I was ready, um, I would probably cope with the situation a bit differently and probably wouldn't miss that third attempt. But because I let that affect me too much and I took it uh, probably a bit uh, too personally, um, that's why I um, simply didn't go into the situation in a good way and um, didn't perform as well as I could. Yeah. So just be ready. Um, you know, maybe the spotters um, don't do their job um, properly, maybe the judges, or maybe just the whole competition, the way it's set up, you know, the, the I don't know, the bars, the plates, something that you're not used to, it's different to a training. So you have to go into a competition knowing that. Yeah. I think... That, that is something to mention that is very, very important because it happens to the best. I mean, Sinja had the same thing in Final Rep last year in 2020 with the dip that she had. She went in with her first dip. It did the first dip. And she thought the judges said go, but it was just the crowd screaming at her. 
she did that dip. She didn't get it because she didn't wait for the go. And then that broke her mentally completely at that point. And that's something it can happen to the best. It can happen to the best. I mean, she's pretty experienced with competition. That was her, I don't know, 15th or 16th competition. I mean, that's something it can happen to everyone. Be pre be try to be prepared for that, that external things can come up. Um, another situation that you, 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 you still know him, Manu, mm -hmm. when, when we went for his uh, deadlift competition, um, you haven't had enough time to warm up probably. So we had to rush through the warm up. That killed him. It didn't work well for him. And when, when, when they switch up the schedule sometimes, and it, that happens in competitions, it kills your time. And then there's maybe not enough time to recover from the last warm-up attempt, and you have to go for your first attempts and stuff like that. Be prepared for that stuff. Uh, not everything will go perfectly fine. Can yeah. yeah, like it's important to know that these external factors, you know, they will affect you, but don't think like the situation is trying to work against you. Yeah. If you fall into that mindset, you just won't succeed. You're just, all right, accept it. It is what it is. We move on and continue with the plan. Yeah. That's it. Enjoy. That's Enjoy. the point. Yeah. Enjoy this whole situation of just going for it. I mean, we all do that because we love training. And that's, that's a very important part to keep that in mind. You're here to enjoy your training because even if it's a competition, it's just another training day. That's very important to say. Right. I don't have anything to add on on that. I think we, we covered it good. If you have any more questions about that, please feel free to contact us. You can ask your question in our Facebook group. It's the hybrid athlete community um, where we usually yeah, take all the, the, the stuff that people tell us, okay, we need to talk about that in the podcast and we'd love to do that because we can't write all the stuff, but to do, to do a podcast episode about questions and um, stuff that people need to talk about, it's good. All right. I think we covered it all. If you have any questions, please shoot them in our Facebook group. Feel free to attempt the free group. Just join in. Um, you find it on Facebook with the hybrid athlete community. And we would love to hear you there. And um, if you don't have Facebook, it's of course possible to ask us questions on the strength and skills podcast on Instagram. And if you are having your next competition or your first competition or you know people who, ha who, who are going for their first competition, please feel free to share this episode with them. Share this one on your social media and please tag us when you share it and tell us what was the most important thing that you learned from this episode. That would be amazing. Thank you for listening. We hope we were able to help you and we wish you a great experience with your first competition. <laughs>